Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Berrigan, and the purpose of this podcast is to help you live more mindfully. Now, I believe that the point of mindfulness is not just about building a strong meditation habit, but it's also about establishing a series of mindful habits that enables us to respond mindfully to what's happening in the world around us and intentionally move us toward our goals. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the emotional bank account. Now, let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. I'd like to invite you to take a few deep breaths. Shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this and give yourself this gift of this moment of calm. Relax your shoulders and clench your jaw and follow your breath in. and do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. And finally, tune into your heart and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. So in this episode of the Mindful Habits Podcast, we're going to be talking about the emotional bank account. But before we jump in, I want to talk about my habit tracking app. I tried to keep three things in mind when I was building this app. Simplicity, keeping it really simple. It's a habit tracker. You know, really that 80-20 rule. What's that, you know, that, you know, what's that 80% of functionality? It doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles, but it's very, very simple. Track your habit. Uh, community, uh, there's a community aspect. So we got this thing called circles where we can support each other and, and uh, send each other's kudos. And I'm working on some uh, some more things like challenges and like coaching uh, coaching dashboards and whatnot. So looking forward to that. And but more importantly, it helps you achieve results. So to get those habits, start tracking those habits and get the results that you want to see in your life. So this app is available on iOS, Android, and the web. If you're interested in checking out the app, visit thehabitlab.co. So that's T-H-E-H-A-B-I-T-L-A-B.co to learn more. So the emotional bank account. So I first was introduced to this idea of the emotional bank account when I read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, oh, so many years ago. Um, now, we're all familiar with this idea of a financial bank account, right? You know, you make regular deposits in your savings account to build up reserve, right? So when you can, so which you can make a withdrawal when you need to, right? So you're saving money. Now, the emotional bank account is a metaphor for the amount of trust, that currency of relationships that we build up with others, uh, you know, to make deposits into an emotional bank account. Uh, like say if I wanted to do that with you, right, I can do this by listening, by being respectful, sharing knowledge, right, and keeping my commitments. And as I continue to make these deposits with you, your trust in me will grow. And I can call on that trust many times if I need to. I can even mess up and make a mistake. But when the tr- trust balance is high, it's kind of this easily forgiven. You know, when trust is high, communication is easy and effortless. Covey describes this, the feeling of safeness you have with another human being, right? It's a beautiful thing that happens in a connection. Now, however, <laughs> right, if, I, if, if we have the habit of being disrespectful, never listening to your input, you know, failing to deliver on my commitments or continuing to make demands, the emotional bank account will become overdrawn. When the trust level is low, 
communication is guarded. You know, it's difficult, it's defensive, it's filled with tension and potentially hostile. It's like walking through a minefield, right? Waiting for something to blow up. You know, at work, this leads to micromanagement, bureaucracy, backstabbing office politics, and an unhealthy work environment. In families, it leads to strained relationships between parents and kids with lots of yelling, worry, uh, suspicion. And in marriages, it leads to hidden agendas, you know, mistakes being remembered as weapons, and suppression of real issues, which you know, will often uh, d- uh, deteriorate into divorce. So think about a relationship in your life that has high trust. So take a moment, right? Think about someone that you have high trust with. And think about the emotional bank account. Both of you are probably making regular deposits into each other's bank accounts, because that's kind of the dynamic. There isn't a bank account for the relationship. You have a bank account that the other person needs to make a deposit into, and you're probably making regular deposits into that other person's bank account. So there's two bank accounts, right? It's not a common one. Each one has, uh, each person has their own uh, deposit each bank account and and that's you're making those regular deposits or the withdrawals now now but think of the opposite a relationship in your life that has low trust one or both of you have probably stopped making regular deposits and someone in the relationship has probably made too many withdrawals right so you can kind of see see this relationship between the relationships and the emotional bank account so three ways to make regular deposits, right? So what, really the first one is you need to set an intention. Like you gotta be intentional about this. Begin to start beginning of your day, set an intention to create a micro moment, a small connection. Like we're not talking about filling up uh, a bank account in, in one day. This is done through regular deposits. Okay, you know, at the beginning of each day, I, I you know, I, I have some habits that where I, I, I set an intention to connect with the most, you know, the people that are important to me in my life. Now, we'll look for that opportunity. Step number two: look for that opportunity to to make that deposit, right? So. And you, you do this by being present. You put away your phone. This is not something as, you're, you, as a comment that you say at the, at, out of the side of your mouth as you're, watch, as you're watching your phone, right? If you put away your phone, you stop multitasking, and you turn your full attention, 100% of your attention, to the other person. You pay attention. You just listen, right? This is step number three. Withhold any sort of judgment. You're like, you're not about giving advice. You're not about criticizing. Don't have a hidden agenda. Just enjoy the other person's company. You know, think about something that you're grateful for or admire about the other person. Now, this should be a value or a behavior, not a result. So, so if you're talking to one of your kids, don't say, oh, I love it when you get an A or, or when you win the game. Say, it, you know, say something about the effort that they put in, the value that they say, you know, I, I, love, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, you're really, uh, you know, the willpower that you showed there or the commitment or, uh, or the determination. Like focus in on the value, not the result. I kind of in a secret weapon in this whole piece here as, as well as for developing rapport and connection. Get in sync with the other person. Go for a walk. Match their pace. People don't. People that walk in sync don't argue. Right? You actually have to break. Like if you want to disagree with someone and say you're walking along and you're walking at the same pace, if you have to disagree with someone, you actually have to. You have to have to change your pace. You stop. Uh, you, you can kind of see this all the time. This where you're walking with the other person. It's absolutely fascinating. Or another advanced tactic is to breathe at the same pace that they are. Breathe how they're breathing. 
and this 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 magical thing starts to uh, starts to occur. So your homework. What's your you know what what relationship that you want to strengthen? Choose a relationship. Uh, if you're just starting out with this concept, don't start with your most challenging <laughs> relationship. Kind of ease into this, you know, someone that you you kind of has a already a little bit of a a, uh, a, a positive uh, deposit uh, in their emotional bank account. Look for that opportunity to establish a micro moment connection. Right? It's it's these regular rhythm micro deposits. It's not huge things. It's those micro de- micro deposits. Be present. Pay attention. Step number three, practice that non-judgment, right? Don't criticize, don't nag, just enjoy the other person's company, right? Notice something of value or behavior that they, you know, not a result, that value or behavior that you admire about the other person. And and you can just sit with that. You actually don't, uh, you don't have to share it, but if you're up to it, tell them what you value uh, or admire about them. If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, head over to my uh, personal website at verigan.com and submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the Mindful Habits podcast inside your favorite app. I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your Mindful Habits journey. Until next time.